Here comes an experiment. This episode is the audio from my first ever short film as a film student made in 2013. It's rough around the edges, but a favorite. For my film class, I followed legally blind visual artist Lavon Benavides Heaster as she created and worked to promote her art. Back then, I had heard of audio description, but I didn't really know what it was or how to do it. I didn't realize you have to very deliberately and thoughtfully add silence during a film in strategic places to allow the describer room to speak and breathe. Luckily, Lavon knew about audio description, and she did a little bit while I filmed, but that's not enough. Today's episode is the original audio from the film with added audio description I just wrote for the podcast. It doesn't at all fit in the film since it wasn't planned for, but this is how it would have gone if I'd known then what I know now. If I'd known that content creators can learn about access so that there's no tension at the end between what a filmmaker wants to show and how much of it, and what an audio describer needs to do their job. The original film was seven minutes before I added this audio description, just for some perspective. Here's the film. The film opens on a close-up of a fair-skinned hand holding bright, shimmery yellow construction paper, a strip of the paper being cut through bottom to top. Sunlight pours in through the window. On the table below the paper, glue, blue and green paper, and a bag of shiny adornments. I'm LaVon Heaster. Sometimes I will go by LaVon Benavides Sanchez Heaster. She focuses intently on paper she's cutting, brown and lightly silvered hair draped over her shoulders. I create paper craft by cutting out paper. Cuts a small black square. On the table beneath, green paper decorated with layers of construction paper to create an outdoor scene. Flowing blue river, bright cherry blossom on a tall tree. And then I create cards and calendars from that. Now on a city bus, Lavon tucks away Lavon's 2014 food and art calendar with multicultural holidays into her bag. The calendar's cover shows a print of three dancing women of different ethnicities wearing butterfly wings. They frolic among flowers as large as they are. Back inside, she cuts folded construction paper along a curvy path. The paper held close to her face, her right eye pinched shut. I have 22 degrees of 2100 vision in my left eye and no vision in my right eye. And I've had a learning disability all my life. Super close-up of scissors traversing the edge of green paper as one hand turns the paper back and forth, creating a jagged edge. I just have to keep cutting the sawtooth. I started thinking, what do I need to do to develop as an artist? A photo of the finished version of the cherry blossom scene, now with sharp blades of grass added to the page. The layers are apparent, with portions of the tree and cherry blossom floating above the paper. The title appears on screen in a cutout paper type font, Paper Visions. Now sitting outside in the Portland park blocks in a heavy dark coat, speaking to the camera, her right eye remains half-closed. I went to our local organization that serves people with um, low or no vision and wanted to work on self-employment. I brought up art because I had started actually making a little tiny bit of money off of my artwork. And then I was told, no, we don't support hobby businesses. A photo of Lavon's artworks and frames lined up along a set of porch stairs with peeling green paint. 
Images include a dancing couple, two mermaids floating with seaweeds and octopuses, a goddess straddling a crescent moon, day of the dead skulls, a mosque, holiday candles and masks. A lot of people want to be artists in this city. I believe that it's really important to figure out what's unique. The photo of artworks zooms out to reveal Lavon sitting on the steps, holding up a giant tulip scene with fireflies. I'm not trying to recreate what I see. I'm actually telling a story, and I'm telling a story that nobody else is telling nine out of ten times. A series of unframed paper collage images scrolls past as Lavon talks. Animals, landscapes, rivers, multi-generational families showing different genders, ethnicities, disabilities, and traditional and non-traditional clothing. Not that many people are telling the story of a brown woman who has two young white girls or of someone who uses a sensing cane. Not as it's the story of the person who uses the sensing cane, it's more of actually that this person is just part of the picture of what life is. Lavon rides a city bus. The driver is reflected in the window behind Lavon. If you're blind and you're watching a movie, you can hear the dialogue, but if there's something where you need context, Audio describing helps. It gives language um, for what's happening for people who have low or no vision. The reason why audio description would be very important in this film is actually because as part of the blind community, a lot of my friends have no vision or very little vision, and so Knowing that I'm on the bus right now is going to make a huge difference. If not, they're going to be like, what the heck is the noise behind her? Now back at home at the sunlit work table. Newspaper covers the table and Lavon's hands come into view as she works. Got a blue piece of cardstock in the background. And swirls of blue with yellow trim. I'm placing them with them all coming together in a center, which is two inches down from the top. And so I'm just placing them right now just to get a feel. Now the swirls have been glued to the blue cardstock lining the edges and all pointing toward the middle. A white rectangle is held down on the page by one of Lavon's hands. She begins slipping red rectangles partly beneath the white one. I'm going to put down two red candles. The center white candle is kind of big and fat. The edge candles are longer and thinner. My red candle's a little bit behind the white candle. And then the other red candle is off to the side, and that's happening on both sides. Next to the candle scene, many strips of the green paper with sawtooth edges. Now a stop-motion creation of an artwork, black cardstock over an orange background. One by one, paper cutouts appear as Levon talks. Orange crabs fade in at the corners, then a hermit crab, a lion's face, mane wide and waving in the wind. I want to create art that people can run their fingers on and they can actually feel for my friends with low or no vision, but also really important to me is for the people who do have full vision to see that people who are blind or low vision can enjoy art. Now the animal collage melts into Lavon at an arts fair. She holds up a greeting card with the animal collage printed on it and smiles broadly. A close-up of her face as someone paints a brown and white cat on her cheek. Now at a Portland City bus stop on a busy residential street, cars passing, it's gray out, trees with yellowing leaves, brown leaves scattered on the wet sidewalk, 
Levon walks slowly to the bus stop wearing her heavy dark coat, a backpack and shoulder bag slung over her shoulders. Text on screen, Levon heads to the Regional Arts and Culture Council to sell her work to the Public Arts Collection. She grabs the bus shelter wall and sets down her bags, then looks down the street. Now she walks into the Regional Arts and Culture Council office through tall glass doors. I need to figure out something where I can earn enough money to pay my mortgage and eat. Inside a conference room, Levon facing a fair-skinned man across the table. They both hold pens. Levon's blouse is decorated with patterns of gold beads along the front. Rack oversees the public art collections for the city of Portland and for Multnomah County. The principal opportunity is, um, I think, to bring work into that collection. Having worked for Multnomah County for years, I never saw any art around disability subject matter or by people who were identified as artists with disabilities. Lavon's white sensing cane folded and lying on the table beside her. Coming in and talking to us is a step that I wish a lot more artists would take. Keith holds greeting cards with prints of Lavon's multicultural family artworks. A brown woman lying in the grass with her white daughter, surrounded by flowers tall enough to reach the heavens. A group of black and brown people with and without disabilities standing together. Levon looks intently at Keith. You were saying you want to be an advocate for bringing people with disabilities into the public art world. Mm -hmm. We are always looking for ways to bring artists, period, into the public art world. You want the collection that you have to represent all of Portland. Um, and uh, I, I think this will be a great bridge for us to be able to build. I'm really excited about this. Back at home, Levon at her laptop, Facebook is open to her page, Levon Heaster's Art. The banner image is a collage of her works. The profile picture is Levon beaming next to a display of her art at an exhibition. She leans in extremely close to the screen, then leans back to look at the keyboard, then leaning into the screen, eyes squinting. The first year I didn't make any money, but that's because I'm having to do everything on my own. And it's costing me. I've had medical bills. I've had a lot of stuff go on. She looks off in the distance, smiles, looks back to the laptop with her chin resting in her hand. I'm just kind of pulling it together on my own, but this year things are taking off. Facebook has changed again, which I hate, so I have to figure out the new way to create an event. Oh, it's over here. She begins to type in the Arbor Lodge into the event page. Name Lavon's calendar release party. Details in all caps. Fun, fun, fun. One of the exclamation points in there is a number one. The Arbor Lodge coffee and community space appears for her to add without finishing typing. Aha! Here it is. I just get to click on it now. Yay, I like that. I should join. Event details displayed on the page. Navigates to the Invite Friends button. There we go. Let's go ahead and invite a bunch of people. Outside of the Arbor Lodge, a chalkboard by a brick wall on a dark evening. Tonight, 6 to 8 p.m., Levon Heaster's calendar release party, live music, fun for all ages. Inside, a fair-skinned blind woman with bells and a butterfly around her neck is playing glockenspiel. The room is filled with people of different genders and ethnicities. Friends help hang Levon's framed art and set up the calendars, each open to a different month. Cards, prints, and original tactile collages are arranged neatly on a table. Levon socializes. People look at the art. A hand strokes the green sawtooth-edged paper that is now a garland as part of the red and white candle piece. 
People cuddle and enjoy the music. Levon is overcome with a smile as a friend reaches to hug her. Cut to black. Credits roll. Made at Northwest Documentary. This film was made in memory of Levon's sister, Pamela Heaster, who had a great entrepreneurial spirit. Every episode is transcribed. Links, guest info, and transcripts are all at whoamitostopit.com, my disability arts blog. I'm Cheryl. This, this is, is Pigeonhole. 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 Don't sit where society puts you. <laughs>